I thought that I was getting some kind of invite to something. Got hey, it, we, got we it. thought I think it would be great if you and Hill and we could do something together. Oh, nice. Gotcha. I thought, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> that's what I thought was happening. <laughs> <laughs> but then Francis then asked me if I would speak at the wedding. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And I got like shy, dude. Oh. I got really shy. Little shy guy. And I even said it to them. I was like, I'm feeling a little shy. Like I looked down. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Here we are. Oops, the podcast. A, a seminal episode. Let's go. It's a real turning point in the in our lives today. <laughs> this Is that moment. what seminal means? Well. It's not a tribe. Oh, seminal <laughs> is tribe. Oh, those are different words. But okay. there's seminal. A-L? S-E-M-I-N-A-L. Got it. As opposed to N-O-L-E. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, which is also, by the way, the top golf course in Florida. Really? And their logo is the face uh, of a Native American. Is it in Tallahassee? I think it's closer to Palm Beach. Okay. But one has to wonder how long that golf course can resist the winds of change mm. in, uh, you know, as, as the that sounded... Washington Redskins <laughs> right. and the Cleveland Indians, et cetera, et cetera. But it sounded very, like, tribally of you. The winds of change. Yes. <laughs> When the bird flies over the trees. Yeah. A crow <laughs> lands on a branch. Um, dude, so I learned something interesting, speaking of which. You know the Stephen Talkhouse? Did you tell yeah. me this? Uh, no, I didn't tell you, okay, but I know so it. it's, out, a th- it's a bar out in... The, in it's in Amagansett. Amagansett. Uh, you know, Hamptons area. Um, and I had always just thought it was like a sort of literal, the Stevens Talkhouse, you go there and talk to people and socialize. <laughs> I had You've always, never been? No, I've been many, many times, but oh. I just thought that that was why the name was what it was. Uh-huh. But I found out that that was actually a name of a of a Native American oh. who lived out there, and he used to walk from like Montauk to Sag Harbor every day or something. So it, it's a long which way. is an insane walk. It's that's got to be like a thirty-five mile walk. Oh, you think it's thirty-five? How long? How far? From, you from where to where? From Montauk to Sag Harbor, walking. That's that is long. It's gotta be. That's I mean, long. Yeah. I would say because it's like yeah. I don't know. Ryan, I don't know. It might Ryan be twenty. Sag yeah. Harbor. Uh, I think twenty. Okay. My guess is twenty miles. Um, Ryan's checking that right now. But anyway, so this guy would do that walk all the time. The guy just loved walking. Apparently, and why didn't the, they call him Stephen Walkhouse? I know. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you were going with no, that? No, I wasn't actually. Okay, I wasn't. I'm glad I didn't. I don't know why I you. said I know. I should have said I've realized since you've said. Yeah. I shouldn't have said I know. I did not know. And that was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> but it was right there. God damn it. Yeah. Ryan, what's up? 20.4 miles. Look at that. I said 20. Well done. Well done. Four, four tenths of a mile off. So um, wait, your your last thoughts on this are... No, so hear me out. Wait, sorry, unless you... No. Have. Okay, so he would walk all the time. So the post office was just in, in its inception. And they hired him as sort of a Courier? regional guy to wow. deliver the mail. Unreal. And that is who Stephen Talkhouse is. And I had, and like three different people have told me that story in the past two weeks. One of those things. You hear about it for the first time. Right. What a strange 
What a strange name. Stephen Talk House. I know. You know, it doesn't yeah. sound as Native American as you'd think. Right, but then, but then I think... I don't know like, a whole lot of Steves. True. In the Native American tradition. That, not that I know of. But like, you know, I think of like proud foot. I always think of foot. Wing. Young wing. Little foot. <laughs> proud foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Bear claw. Big toe. Big toe. <laughs> Um, I love it, dude. Oh, but talk house again. It's like, I know. it just feels like some kind of weird bad lib where they just jumbled a bunch of words together and then picked two out. And that's who you were. It's like one of those, remember, um, when you do those AOL instant messenger games, what's your, what would your rap name be? Oh yeah. You know, you take the name of the street you grew up on yeah, right, and right. then you did something else. Your porn name, like, uh, yeah. the first car you ever drove plus. The color of something. You just are like blue Volvo. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Ryan's got something to no, say. It's just funny you say that because growing up, mine was Volvo White. I always <laughs> thought that was like a Frank Ocean type name. Nice. So, good guess. Oh, wait, that's very swag. Cool. Cool. Um, all right, dude. Well, you've been getting yourself in a lot of heat lately. Oh, boy. And so, so can I, before we even talk about that, you've been with me long enough. That you are fully aware that I find trouble. You do. And I need to hear from you why. Because you must have a reason at this point. You must have detected a pattern. Because I I can't play uh I can't play naive anymore. I can't say, I don't know why I keep finding trouble. I don't know where these people are getting so mad at me. And because it happens so much that at a point you have to just say, Well, clearly I must be somewhat culpable so it doesn't seem this i i think this is why in this situation i don't think that any of us saw this reaction coming even if we could have we'll fill in the blanks in a second for anybody who doesn't know what's going on um but in general the idea of confrontation and conflict doesn't seem to really bother you much like you're it doesn't appear like you're looking to avoid it and then when it arises you are up to the challenge of attempting to deal with it and maybe not in a kind of brutish way, but you're willing to handle it. Mm -hmm. So I would say that alternate side parking, I would always find it. I was always impressed at how you'd find yourself in these situations where like people were fighting and you thought it was like fun to film them fighting <laughs> while being in the, the picture. I was like, how does this guy, I'm getting stressed out watching this and yet the guy does it every week somehow. So it doesn't seem to bother you. Plus the nature of what you were doing was confrontational. You mm -hmm. were sitting there yeah. blocking the emergency lane for assholes who are trying to skip the line, noble, but still people are honking at you and you are like, that just doesn't seem to bother me that much, enough to stop you from doing it. Mm -hmm. And I would say that the blowback is maybe separate. Well, that's my theory. It's is. a good point. So, so the video I made where I blocked the shoulder. Uh, because people were using it to cut on the highway. And we've gone into depth on that. It Since the last time we talked about it, it has not, not only has it not died, <laughs> it has gone more and more viral. It was on the front page of Reddit. Yeah. You go to reddit.com and that video was on there. Yeah, that was crazy. It crazy. blew the fuck up on there. 
And the reason why I think that there were so much one-sided uh, responses on Reddit to it there, as opposed to Instagram and, and stuff, was because the person who had nabbed it from my Instagram account and had posted it on Reddit, it, Reddit first of all, posted it under idiots in cars. Right. Right? So it's a whole theme of everyone who's doing these videos and driving is, right. is the asshole. Right. They introduced you from a negative angle. Yeah. And then the caption they wrote was, when you think the emergency lane is not actually for emergencies or something like that, where it was, it was like cl- clearly saying this guy is preventing emergency vehicles from passing on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last part was that nobody in that thread has any idea that I'm a comedian. Right. So when I said, not all heroes wear capes, they took me seriously. Right. They right. took me to think that I thought I was a true hero. Right. They somehow thought that by doing that, you thought you were stopping the response of people storming the Capitol or something. Correct. <laughs> you somehow got looped into that. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, what happens is um, it doesn't take much. Whoever's there early on that thread and writes a comment that people agree with, those get pushed to the top. And then those top comments define the narrative. And, you know, everyone was just saying, like, this guy, fuck this guy, mm-hmm. very punchable face, all that. Now I'm enjoying it. I, I I'm not really reading too far into it because I know it's all just a mess and it'll make me feel bad about myself. But um, I am getting a lot of messages again. Right? They had trickled off. Yeah. And now they're back. Can I can I add something before? I know where you're going with this. Can I add something first, please? So I got a bunch of messages from people that Francis was on the front page of Reddit, and I was like, oh my god, that's so great. I didn't click it. <laughs> I just was like, that's so incredible. So I texted Francis. And we had actually had a really heartwarming conversation not long before, which we can probably talk about slightly later. We had a nice moment together. And four or five hours later in the day, I'm like, dude, congrats. I I sent something like, oh, dude, setting the internet ablaze, which I meant in like a positive way. But I hadn't looked yet at what the post was about. So then Francis was kind of, he replied in a way where I was like, oh, this might not have been positive. But I, I had smoked a little, so I was unable to <laughs> navigate this conversation. Oh, I'm so sorry I left no, you no, in which that. I, no, no, no. I very quickly nipped it in the bud, I think, the following day. But at the time, it was hard for me to express, oh, I didn't realize that that might have been negative. I thought it was definitely positive. I still feel like it's positive because any press is good press, right? But I didn't want you to think that I was somehow like doing that thing where people act like they're being cheering for you, but they're actually happy to see you fail. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that. But I didn't, I didn't take any of it, any of that way. And I have to stop you and say, <laughs> no pun intended, when you said nip it in the bud <laughs> from smoking weed. I had to get that in there. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so anyway, then I'm like, oh, God, I am now rubbing it in. You know, like this is, you know, maybe a thing that I shouldn't have brought up. Um, but I do stand by that. It's great to have your thing blowing up, even if it's bad. Totally. As long as you didn't do anything ba- that bad, I would argue that that's, this is not bad. I completely agree. Okay, and it. and and for context, while you were tearing your hair out, 
And while the internet was tearing its pubic hair out, <laughs> I was playing golf at Pine Valley. Oh, wow. Which is the number one golf course in the country. <laughs> this was a lifetime bucket list dream out of the blue invitation. Played the course Tuesday afternoon, did the overnight, stayed in the cottage. Wow. You know, coat and tie, dinner history that's lore. a thing oh it's so but when you get invited do you know that that's gonna happen or is it like golf course to golf course specific does an invite entail the cabin the dinner no not everywhere okay. and i don't think that everyone who gets invited to pine valley gets the overnight either but that's the proper way to do it and you were invited by somebody specific you who... had to be invited by a member right so that member laid out to you hey we'll play 18 and then we'll do this and then we'll do that correct and we did the dinner, the overnight, and then and then uh, played again in the morning. Got it, got it. Um, and it's the type of place that I'm, I I honestly probably can't talk about it too much because it was yeah, it's just wanna... so um, incredible and so cool, uh, and it's very exclusive and you know quiet. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to go too into it, but to be in the crosshairs of the internet of uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people who were mad that i had blocked the shoulder to try to prevent people from cutting which by the way every single person that takes issue with that with some small exceptions to me the reason they're mad is because they cut using the shoulder <laughs> and they're mad that someone stood up to them these are not occasionally i'd get some <laughs> message that was like this is bullshit my wife's appendix burst last week right, right. and someone tried to stop us and as a result she died what? And it's like, no, they said that? that didn't happen. You're lying. They said that? A lot of people did, and they all lied. They're all lying. All those people that said that shit are lying. Are you sure? 100%. Did you look into it? Dude, it's the exact same thing as saying, like, I can't hand in my paper on time. My grandmother passed Bro, you've away. gotten in trouble for this before, by the way. Just say. <laughs> These stories were so outrageous okay, 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 okay. and so ridiculous. My wife was growing a tail, yeah. and she turned into a raccoon we before used, we were able to get there. You know, we used the emergency lane to collect the milk for our children <laughs> who would starve otherwise. How dare you? Like, right, 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 you know, what right, are you talking about? So that was just an example. Yeah. Just, okay, okay. I did have a couple of people who were EMTs okay. and said, we need this. And I said, no problem. Just so you know, I could very easily have immediately merged back in and gotten out of the way. And I would have done if I'd seen you. And they were like, oh, good. No problem. Nice to speak with you, rational human being. That's nice. You know? That's nice, yeah. But point is, I'm getting all these messages from all these nut jobs. And I am so completely and utterly unbothered. Because I'm at Pine Valley. Yeah, dude. You're having Imagine your, like, Donald at, Trump moment. I'm trying to think. Like, just shaking your booty, getting ready to tee off. You're like, ah. Imagine if you were at, like, <laughs> I'm on Yara. Like, one yeah, of the Amman yeah. hotels at their spa. I know. And all of a sudden, the internet started yelling at you. I wouldn't know because my phone would be in the locker. And it would be quite nice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I didn't have my phone. I was, it was in my golf bag. There's a no phones policy. I didn't it. catch up until very late at night, at which point I posted something very snide. <laughs> where I said I didn't care because uh, I was wearing my ladybug tie, which was made by Salvatore Ferragamo. I'm sure that made people happy. See, that I think that's why. That's another reason why. Yeah. You're willing to be like, how can I make these people more mad? Yeah. <laughs> how can I make them more mad? Yeah. Which is good. It's good to have that kind of defiant spirit. You know, I also think I'm... You're in a rebel. An, I'm in an unusual position where 
people say a lot of the times people will say well who look at this guy online coming at me if we met in person you know he wouldn't say these things and it's like well if 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 we met in person i would i am a big guy i'm not afraid if someone had an i wouldn't do it if someone had a knife or whatever, if I thought there was a risk of that. Mm. But a lot of these people, I, I stand behind what I say. Yeah. I don't have a problem. Square I defend up. myself. I'm not going to fight someone. But you know what I mean. Most it, of the people who are talking shit to me wouldn't attack me on the street. Right, right. Anyway. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that was a funny thing. It blew up. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. But here's where it gets funny. So I uh, I got a whole bunch of DMs. Very negative, including one from a guy. And, and, and I look for funny stuff to take advantage of. And one guy wrote me a message, this guy, Bill Flint. <laughs> His name's Bill Flint. And he wrote me a message and said something like... Uh, you fuck you you know if i saw if you did that near me i'd pull you out of your car and beat the shit out of you 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 loser and i looked at his picture and he was like uh i don't know he looks like modern art (laughs) he looks like a a a model for a very modern fashion house egon shiel yeah i don't don't know is that a real person that's an art. Brian, can you pull up? Uh, I have, I might not be pronouncing it right. I've only seen it written, but like the skinniest, like <laughs> Egon Shiel. No, these are the, the Egon Shiel paintings. I'm sorry to all the art buffs. Don't you show me this? I'm gonna want one. Potentially <laughs> pronouncing it wrong. Um, but anyway, this yeah. is the person I'm. Yeah. So, so this guy, get. this guy says this to me, and I think, well, if you're threatening me, then I don't have to protect you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't owe you your privacy if right. you've done that to me. Yeah. Um, and so I took a screenshot of the picture he had posted of him, shirtless, <laughs> not looking at the camera, you know, wearing a very droopy Rolex, which is a strange thing. I don't know why you wouldn't tighten it. That would bother me if it were sliding up and down my forearm. <laughs> Here's the gun shield. I can't even see that. Are you censoring the penis of the figure? Why? Oh, oh smart! I I it's just very skinny. People. I kind of like this. I it's like cool. that art. The point is, so then I then I posted an Instagram story of what he had written to me, and then the next slide I said, uh, "This guy thinks he can pull me out of my car." Like this guy. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to say something like, "Dude, you couldn't pull your daughter out of the car if it were on fire." <laughs> I had so many different versions of the joke that I wanted to respond with. And I wrote back, pull me, I'm 210 pounds. You look like a prisoner. I, 
immediately regretted it. I had such better jokes. I thought he, I should have said he looks like a half-eaten charcuterie board uh, that that people weren't that interested in. I just I had so many ways of describing his very goose-like body. It was a very spindly, you know, young tree, a sapling that's not getting enough light. <laughs> and that's my favorite thing to do. Uh, and he's coming back at me, telling me he he's like, "Fuck that, dude! I lift weights all the time." <laughs> so immediately i was like this turkey this fucking turkey <laughs> and dude i posted this and it's the most uh it's the most viewed story i've ever had <laughs> nice. more, i've gotten more dms from people people really relish listen man when if, you call people call out trolls if you blaze a trail like people will notice you know like at the end of the day i think the fact that you find yourself in these prickly situations and are willing to take them head on is something that will probably help you maybe you know, um, there's no reason to make unnecessary enemies. Someone I really admire, Julio, mm-hmm. about who who I, who's I like to take a page out of their book. Who always to me rose above the smoke, had no interest in in you know courting any sort of controversy from people who didn't matter from the mm-hmm. white noise. Is actually uh, Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy, Titan of the Industry. Yeah, I've always admired how she just had no time whatsoever was completely unmoved by anybody who said anything bad about her, little trolls, people talking shit, whatever. Just it's as though she just always had her vision, her eyes set on the mountaintop mm-hmm. and that none of the people, the the gremlins that tried to tug at her heels had any effect. She had they had no effect on her. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to think about. Like cuz at the end of the day, do do these people have any control? Oftentimes, not at all. They don't if you don't let them. Right, right. And it, but it's hard because you see it all, and uh, you want to tell them how little they mean. But the second you do that, yeah, they've won. Yes, you've give you've now given them a forum to compete. Yeah, and you don't need to, to have so much belief in your purpose and yourself and where you're going uh, as to completely ignore or or be unbothered unanswering to the people that tell you you're not going to get there is a remarkable strength of character i i really i don't know I, i'd love to ask her sometime how she fucking does it um yeah it, it amazes me and even even people who are like being antagonistic mm-hmm. which i don't think she is like i sent you a clip of this guy the guy who's like if you order sushi you're a pussy i saw that <laughs> that guy dude. what's that guy's name i think he's an andrew tate andrew bro. tate he's blowing up he makes me laugh really hard he's just this <laughs> kind of like macho guy who's he I think he runs this thing called hustlers university <laughs> that like you know you're supposed to make you rich i don't know it's kind of like a very abrasive form of self-help but dude he'll say shit the crap he'll he said something about uh hell he's like if i go to hell he's like and the devil what's the devil gonna do to me dude is he gonna burn me He's like, do I look like a bitch? <laughs> my dude, so that guy must get so many hate messages. Yeah, doesn't care. Totally. Yeah. Well, you know, Bill Flint. Shout out, Bill Flint. So okay, but dude, the thing about the Bill Flint situation that I found interesting is that you've been posting the sort of, and it's gone from being angry to now. I'm unsure if like the next time I come to your show, he's going to be in your green room. <laughs> you guys have turned the corner, dude. He is so clearly. Uh, so clearly thinks he's a social media influencer that he doesn't any attention is good for him 
So he's just happy. But now the, you, your guys' conversation has become pleasant. Well, a lot of people are, are messaging him because on, on uh, thinking, like, thinking that they have my back. Got you. And I appreciate that. Yeah. But he is just happy to go back and forth with them. Mm. This is like attention for him. Right. Even if it's hate attention. Right. Right. Um. So whatever. Good luck to him. <laughs> Bill Flint. Dude, one time. Did I ever tell you about the time I, I got a message from someone... This was back when my Game of Thrones songs would get featured on the main Barstool Sports account. And he just messaged me and was like, fuck you. I'm so sick of seeing your Not shit. Not Bill Flint? Not Bill Different Flint. Different person, okay. <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing your shit. You're an, you know, and then he called me the homophobic slur. Okay. Um, You know, and said some nasty things. And um, I, I looked him up, and this dude you know was so visible so easily visible he had a very good job he was working at his like dad's hedge fund he had gone to del barton which is a really good elite private school in new jersey del barton del barton yeah i've never heard of that um it's goofy name yeah del barton it's like the top del barton boys <laughs> private school for sports in new jersey okay and they yield a ton of Incredible so it's like, uh, what's the one called that like Luol Dang went to, like that kind of Blair Academy equivalent sort of thing? I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh, it's probably more. I don't know that it's like a sports powerhouse on the level of an IMG or a okay yeah. Oak Hill or anything like that. Okay. okay, but more like if you're a great athlete guy in New Jersey and your family has a lot of money, you might go That's there. Right. Okay. Um. So. I was like, man, this dude, you know, why, like, why don't I air him out? Yeah. What's, why is he, and why would he do that when he seems to have a lot to lose? Right. Because a lot of the time you get these anonymous Instagram handles, people that have zero followers. It's just a burner account that they're using to throw knives at you. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing to be done. You have no idea who that is. There's nothing you can do. But if there's somebody who's using their real account, they have a prominent LinkedIn page and all yeah, this. Yeah, it's like you're like, dude, why would you? Why would you risk me? They somehow don't think you're going to see it or something. Blasting you and like putting it up on my Instagram yeah, you and having lose your, your employers see it, yeah. all that shit. I've never understood that. I've had people who like this one guy was injured in like a terrible accident, and he was like harassing me and commenting on all my shit. And I like considered doing something, and then I like looked to look at his thing, and he like had this like life altering accident i was kind of like i'll let you have this one dude wow i'm sorry that's that's hard did you say anything to him no i just never responded. you should have said that because you it, know what that's so that's revengeful no no you don't think so not if you're revengeful? not if you're trying not if you're feigning sincerity but it's so it, there's no way to be fully sincere about it i know but he doesn't know that so if you wrote to him and i know i this know is, your life's been tough if you wrote like Listen, I know your life's been tough. Uh, no worries at all. I get where you're coming from. Have a great day. And you don't have to mean it. You can be a total psychopath. Just send that message devoid of empathy. Yeah, I so I think about that sometimes. But to your original point. It just makes them feel bad about themselves. Totally. It makes them a better person. It makes them be like, next time I won't totally. do that. And I think about that too. It's almost like the opposite. It's like a promising young woman sort of theme. Where one troll at a time, you're stopping them from trolling. Yeah, grassroots. Where she was sort of stopping guys from being scumbags. Yeah. You're um, weeding. You're, you're weeding, weeding the internet. 
Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. But to your point, yeah. Sometimes I'm like ah, engaging is a mistake. It's probably but a blanket uh, but policy of not engaging is is always a winning policy. But the the show the mirror to them, Francis technique is a pretty strong one. It seems. It seems like there's a high success rate. It it can be, you know. Show the mirror. It's either that or it's or it's ignore it completely. Right. Um. Well, so. onward and upward. Hopefully, no more. Yeah. Uh, no more serious. Yeah, baby. That's the sound of pleasure. Crack a hangobi. Mm, that's um, my that's my orgasm sound. Dude, the hangobi is just a really I you know okay my new hangobi vibes when I have not party too hard on a weekend weekend night surprisingly because I know that this helps with that and I wake up early in the morning and I have energy and I'm watching tennis live from Croatia that is starting in the <laughs> afternoon perhaps the semifinal match on a Saturday afternoon and I have a hangobi. Uh, but it's Saturday morning still in the U.S. I have a hangover. I crack it, and it's almost like my orange juice mm. for the morning. Drinking the wake as the hand emerges from the ground on the can. And guess what, dude? Hangover is catching on because it's now almost being sold in 100 stores. They've, dude, it's catching on like wildfire. Don't be the last person to the hangover party because then you'll be the loser. Hangover party is a good party. It's a party. It's a fun party. It's welcoming. There's a lot of people there. You walk in there. You immediately start talking to somebody. You're like... I might have sex at this party. That's right. Someone in the corner is freestyle rapping, and you go listen to that for a bit. <laughs> like this guy this is a quick bars. thinker. He's a quick thinker. <laughs> How do you do that? He probably had some L-theanine. Yeah, he probably had a little bit of L-theanine. A little ashwagandha, which yeah. are the active ingredients <laughs> in the wake and the essential. <laughs> All things in our beloved hangobi. We love drinking them. They're just so delicious. Um, if you see them in the store. You first of all buy one. Yeah, we've been hearing from people that they've been mixing booze with it too, which is actually a really fun, it's and good play. delicious idea, and has a nice sort of like subtle taste that mixes well with alcohol. Right, right. Um, but after you buy uh, all of them from the store, make sure you go up to the clerk and tell them how much you love them, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can continue this hangover train because we've been there right since the infancy. That's right. They, they, I don't even think they were in stores yet, Francis. No, they weren't. They weren't. No, the stores didn't exist. Stores weren't even around then. <laughs> go to hangobi.com to order yourself a case uh use code oops i'm hung at checkout to get 30 percent off of your order hefty discount mm. uh that is hangobi.com promo code oops i'm hung for 30 percent off you're gonna love it you've been having some issues with your doorman oh boy i was wondering if i <laughs> wanted to talk about this um I'm not. They're not actual issues. I'm just wondering. <laughs> let's let's pose this as a hypothetical, beyond the statement that Francis just made. Yeah, Julio may or may not <laughs> have an issue with someone else's doorman. I don't know that this is even an issue necessarily. But here's a question: Is it appropriate, in theory, for a doorman? You, I've already exited my building. I'm walking down the street. I'm actually on my way here. And I'm probably 30 yards now down the road. So in order to get my attention, you actually need to yell to get it. So you've yelled now to me. You're the doorman. You yell, hey, you actually don't even yell my real name. You, you yell some other name. Maybe because you think it. Or in my head, I'm like, maybe he was just trying to say bro or something. But I thought he said John or Jay or something. Hey, John. John. <laughs> John. Uh, so I'm like, um, I, I had to go, Me? Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he, he, he flags me over. I'm now going back to, to him because there's something up. So I'm like, oh, I need to go. 
and he goes, I need to talk to you about something. What do you need to talk to me about, dude? Please. I'm, I'm. And then he says, it, in theory, let's say he said that he needed a little bit of money. How much? Not much. Um, an amount that I could easily give to him if I had time or I, okay. Was it $39? Something around there. Was it $41? It was something right around there. Okay. Something not, that's no problem, honestly. I would, and I would have given it to him, but two problems. Was it the average of those two numbers? Uh, no, but around, let's say it's around there. It's around there. It's easily, and I didn't, as most people typically do these days, I didn't, let's say I didn't have any money on me. And I am running, if I were to go and get money, I would then be late to the podcast, Hypothetically, which is Hypothetically, how exactly did he uh, pose this to you? So, what were the words? Uh, you know, let's say perhaps the doorman were to say, I need a couple bucks like to get home or something. I get paid next week. I'll pay you back. No, no problem, ultimately. Um, but hey, sorry, dude. I have to go to work. And when I get back, you're going to be gone. So I guess if you're still having this problem tomorrow, let's talk. I have sympathy for that in general. But in theory, if that were to happen, it would feel inappropriate to me being that I live there. It's your home, dude. You're not like, getting, it's not even getting shaken down. It just feels very, it just feels inappropriate. 100%. Yeah. You are 100% correct. So anyway, I don't know. That feels like pretty unprecedented. <laughs> and I've asked a few different people about it and they, with people who have lived with Dorman and they're sort of like shocked. Yeah, it's, um, it's, not, it's not supposed to be done. Why don't you ask the other doorman? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what that is. I, it, it'd be one thing if one of our doormen came up to me and was like, "Dude, I'm so sorry. I'm in a bind. I need I need five dollars to pay for a subway fare home. Is there any chance you can hit me and I'll I'll hand it back to you like tomorrow?" Yeah, and I'd say, "Oh yeah, no problem." But the amount that you were asked for is a strange amount. Yeah, I was thinking maybe it's how between now and next week covering. But dude, it's just like you, it's, have you had long conversations with this guy? Do you know he's him? He's new, bro. Yeah, that's that's out of line. You're yeah. not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to, You're not supposed to ask tenants. It's your home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you have to face this person on a daily basis or very very often in the week and that's totally out of line. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. And Let's I, put it this way. If it, if you were to tell his boss that he had done that, your the boss would be furious, might even fire the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would think that's Also, good. another thought I just had was that theoretically, if this happened, he chased <laughs> you down outside so he couldn't be seen on cameras doing it inside. Because uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. They, they could. Chatting isn't weird, though, like with the dorm. Okay. That could be true, though. It's interesting. Interesting theory, Chris. I don't Maybe disagree with what Chris said. You think there's audio he, in the lobby? Because if, if, if he'd seen, if the cameras had picked up you handing him money, oh, right. that would have verified the exchange. Chris, well done. That's yeah. very good. Very good theory. Yeah, very weird. Um, I don't it's know, tough. dude. I don't know. Whatever. I feel bad. Like, But but another reason why what's inappropriate about it is like, don't put me in a position where I have to like, do, you know, they know to you right it's not a lot of money i'm not greedy i can give you 40 dollars, but like uh, oh that's how much it was what no roughly <laughs> roughly 40 dollars <laughs> something around there 
No, it was actually a, an oddly specific amount. To be honest, it wasn't. Oh, it was, but it was around there. I don't know why. Thirty-seven dollars was the amount. Oh, damn! I thought it was forty. Scenario, thirty-seven. You had told me it was forty. Because because there's no need to be specific. Well, that's why that's why I, when well, I said, said is it thirty nine, you were like no, and then I said forty one, you're like no. I said is the average, and you said no, and I was like wait. Yeah, no, no, I know. Does Julia know how averages work? I realized I realized that I must have I must have said forty. You rounded up. Yeah, I rounded. You up. wanted him to be a better guy than he was. I think you're a better guy for asking for forty. Than thirty seven. Thirty seven. It feels just like so arbitrary. That's him making up a number to make it seem as though right. he it's actually needs specific. it to pay for a certain amount. Which of is money. what made me a little bit more yeah icky. Not your it. first day being asked for money. Not your first rodeo. And let's say this too: it's possible that he has maybe exerted other slightly concerning behavior. We can kind of leave it at that. Mm. Um, so, moral of the story: might be locking my door from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> damn damn bro that's tough yeah that is tough doormen to can't live with them can't live without them <laughs> right but uh, yeah you don't want the, you don't like the idea of a desperate person working in your house dude <laughs> you know what i mean like like it's true like you know desperation leads to poor and selfish decision making understandably yeah you know you had no choice i had no choice kind of situation you know bought on the fuck bought on what the f dude what the f <laughs> so dude when i was in seattle that day where i put i squeezed the national park and i truly squeezed it mm. because i didn't i arrived and demanded that i be picked up and driven to the park because i told my buddy said he would drive and i was like okay well i was gonna rent a car because i have this is the plan and he was okay driven to the park walked around the park did all this stuff saw some gigantic chipmunks and then when I got back, yeah, dude, the biggest chipmunks I've ever seen. Bottom heavy, <laughs> big fucking chipmunks. More like thick monks. Yes. <laughs> thick monks with a C. Monk uh -huh. is spelled with two Cs. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, dude, the reason why thick is spelled that is because it looks like butt cheeks. I didn't know that. Thick. The yeah, two Cs, wow. butt cheeks. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, I then went back to the hotel. I didn't have time to shower because I was going to miss Monkey Loft. It was going to close. Dirty birdie. Guess what I was wearing? The entire time. What were you wearing? Rule threads. Dude. Yes, you were. Is there you more? Motherfucker. <laughs> you thick chipmunk. <laughs> Is there a more uh, versatile outfit to be sure wearing? Sure ain't. Sure taint. Same joggers, same shirt for all three activities. Damn, bro. I know. Must I, be nice. I just didn't. I didn't have time to change. And yeah. guess what? Rule threads have me covered because it's, it is some of the finest most versatile menswear that exists on the market. Yeah, it's the finest, winest, and dinest. <laughs> Dude, I mean, they really have you covered if you're a guy and you need clothes. Pretty, Rule Threads pretty much has every single thing you would ever need. Uh, traditionally necked tees, crew neck tees, polo shirts. Mm -hmm. They also have amazing joggers that are extremely comfortable for both flying and traversing through parks and then dancing yourself into social situations wow good for you all three things completely covered <laughs> yeah. right guys get some rule of threads premium menswear basics go to ruleofthreads.com use promo code oops and you'll get 15 percent off your clean premium menswear basic essentials that's ruleofthreads.com promo code oops 15 percent off um okay other are we allowed to talk about what uh the opportunity that was oh, presented sure, to Oh, sure, yeah. Um, 
Francis asked me to speak at his wedding. At the oh, that's what you wanted to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah. did you think I was going to say? Oh, I thought you t- meant some of the podcasts that I'm going to do this week. Oh, I wasn't. Well, we could talk about that too if you want. Sure. After I want to um, hear about this. Yeah. So Francis. Uh, so the other day, Francis was like, "Hey, G, can you like stick stick behind for a second? Yeah. Now, how did you feel when I said that? I didn't know, but I thought that maybe they wouldn't know, which I thought was funny. That they'd be like, oh, God, what are yeah, they talking said, about? Julio, hang back a bit. <laughs> yeah. Hang back a bit. Every time I've ever been asked to hang back a bit, it's been bad. Sometimes it can be bad. I didn't... It's not far off from we need to talk. In in the capacity of our relationship, I've been living a pretty, uh, you know, honorable life. So I didn't, ex- there was nothing that you could have said. Right. Besides, you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever brought up a single thing to you that you did that bothered me. Never once. Have I ever? I don't know. You've brought up one time that I've done something that bothered you, and it was totally fair. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm unclear. I don't think I, I don't think you've ever done anything that bothered me. That's very nice. I hope that that's true. <laughs> You're pitching a perfect game. I mean, dude, it's it, all going to come crumbling gonna, down when you knock on wood. Bang my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're due, we're due for a big one. <laughs> All this time, he's been automatic. Big eruption. Yeah. Um. So anyway, asked me to hang back, and he. Then you asked, uh, you asked Sierra to come up, and then you guys were going to tell me something, and I I forget what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I'm curious what you thought it was. I did be. not think it was going to be what it was. I thought that I was getting some kind of invite to something. God, hey, we, we thought I think it would be great if you and Hill and we could do something together. Oh, nice. And that you were gonna you were inviting us. Gotcha. I thought, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> that's what I thought was happening. <laughs> but then, they, Francis then asked me if I would speak at the wedding. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And I got, like, shy, dude. Oh. I got really shy. Little shy guy. And I even said it to them. I was like, I'm feeling a little shy. Like, I looked down. <laughs> <laughs> I looked down. I sort of, you know, I was trying to. And, and Francis then clarified, he's like literally at, you know, the actual wedding, which is an even kind of, you know, in theory, a yeah. greater honor. Yeah. You know, so honored. We had a nice group hug yeah. uh, and it was quite nice. And I've slowly begun compiling uh, what I am to say. Oh, the day so comes, great. Slowly but surely. Well, I appreciate it, G. And, you know, uh, it, it was kind of going over in my mind who I wanted to speak because she's got, you know, her friend speaking for her and you, I, I say for her but i think that you're a, a great appointment from both of us mm-hmm. because you are super close with sierra the two of you hang out more than you and i do <laughs> um and you know her really well you've known us almost as long as we've been dating right right, right from right. the day that she came into my life you were you were very close behind so um plus you know our our ladies are both very tight with each other mm-hmm. and uh you're the person that I talk to in my life more than you're you're like it's you know Sierra number 1 I think my parents too mm-hmm. but you're probably three right no same same for me we talk constantly constantly to the point where if we weren't making money doing it we probably would have to put a stop to it <laughs> Because it would be, be counterproductive. We'd have a you know multiple hour conversations. Yeah, sitting here at some point we gotta get on with our lives. Yeah, this is America. Yeah, you know we <laughs> there's no time for dilly dallying. What brother. are you know ladies like? What are Julian Fran doing? Oh, they're 
Just sitting in a room talking for three hours <laughs> again. You know, it's Tuesday. It's odd behavior. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I just thought, my God, there's no one that knows me and, and us better. And plus, you're obviously a very skilled orator. Mm, uh, but I also want you to not feel a lot of pressure. So it's funny. So this happened to you. So Francis asked me and then in the sort of wake of asking me immediately started being like, I know now this means maybe you won't be able to drink. He kind of started listing off negatives of what he had just offered me. Sierra stopped him and was like, we're working on this with Fran. Yeah, I have a problem. <laughs> She's like, you don't need to say something and then start qualifying it. I qualify and apologize <laughs> for asking people for things that they would be happy to do <laughs> for me or with me. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll invite people someplace. Like, let's say I said, "Hey, Chris, uh, want to go get a beer later?" And before you answer, just know that I know it's hot out. <laughs> you know, yeah. inflation is tough these days. Like, yeah. we're not really beer people, but <laughs> I want to spend time with you. But like again, yeah, I'm not that easy to get along with. Yeah, if it has right. to just be one beer, maybe that's for the best. Etc. Yeah. Like I'll do that. I have this desire to give people an out. Yeah, it's a good quality. It, it, it's coming from a good place. You are trying to show, hey, I know, because in your mind, you you think about all this stuff. Comedians, especially, we do. We think so. You're like, I know you're thinking perhaps what I'd be thinking, which is, oh no, I can't do this or that. But like, I so even more so, I appreciate it. Yeah, I see. Is I think where you're coming. I from. think so. I think so. I also wonder how much of it is even genuine, though, is my problem. This is this is a problem for me. <laughs> Where am I doing a lot of this walking back to just give off the impression that I'm an appreciative person? Right, right. Because then if you had sa said, oh, now that you mention all of those things, Fran, you're right. I don't want to speak at the wedding. Right. Which then I would be have been like, damn. Dude, yeah. why did I do that? Uh, right, right. But no, I mean, I thought it was innocent. <laughs> yeah. You know, I completely understand. I've already, I, my goal is to surprise you, not in a way that is controversial by any means, but to have things that you wouldn't even notice that I picked up on. Totally. Uh, and I've already begun to compile some of them, and I hope to have a couple of good zingalang and ding dongs. Super fun. Uh, Ryan I can't and Chris wait. will both be in attendance. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I look forward to it. That's right. Going to be big. Going to be fun. Gonna Boy, be it's barreling towards we us. We are pal. barreling towards We are it. very, very close now. Are you guys excited? It's going to be it's going to be an oops the podcast adventure. I'm so excited to go to Maine. I've never been in the summer either and everyone <sighs> says it's incredible. It's so, really good. Yeah. I've only been there for an afternoon. It's really good, you guys. Chris and I are whipping it up together too. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. nice. <laughs> I think a po uh, a playlist or something. Fuck yeah. Or we could talk the whole time. <laughs> Damn. Damn. They show up holding hands while driving. That's really sweet, guys. Fucking love it. They're both nice boys. Fucking love it. Fucking love it. Dude, I'm excited for the month of August because it's just like going to be a chill month. Thir uh, July, I traveled a ton. A lot of work. A lot of tiring things. Um, and August is going to be fucking chill. Mm -hmm. I have one road weekend. Uh, I have your wedding, my parents' anniversary party. And I just intend to kind of like be in the city and like try not to push it 100%. 70%. That's good. You know? And I'll probably still end up getting them done the same amount done. Mm -hmm. I've noticed. 
when mm-hmm. I don't try as hard sometimes in the grind, I actually have a much more sustainable level of energy, which is an interesting lesson, I think, to be learned. Yeah. Learned. That's that's well said. That's well said. I'm I'm excited too. My God. You know, um, everyone is asking me if I'm excited or nervous for the wedding. Mm. And I'm not. Either? I'm excited. Oh, not nervous. <laughs> Sorry. I meant to say I'm not I'm certainly not nervous. <laughs> And I think I think one of the reasons is that I have no doubts about the person that I'm marrying. I feel very correct in having made the choice to marry Sierra. And that sounds a little um, algorithmic, as though I've boiled it down no, it to like no, a it science. No, it doesn't. It's it all based in love. It does not sound that way. Okay. You're just really happy you found a good person. Yes, it's but not, I'm also, I doubt a lot of major decisions I make. I weigh them from both sides, and they, they torture me. My decision to withdraw from law school oh yeah. was a torment. That's a hard decision, though. My, you know, all kinds of choices that I've had to make These in my are life difficult decisions. have taken me weeks, if not months. This decision, uh, well, certainly, I guess you could argue, was made over the course of the three years that we dated until I proposed. Mm-hmm. But then since proposing, I have been utterly at peace and happy with the decision to marry her. And, you know, you think about um, movies about marriage and the amount of cold feet that people get or the doubt that creeps in, the enormity of the moment, right? Mm. And uh, I haven't really experienced any of that, Um, which is really nice. Yeah. It's nice not to yeah. hear the devil on your shoulder, mm-hmm. which I expect to hear in moments in my life that mean a great deal. It's good, man. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. And, you know, dude, it's tough It's tough for us in general because our career path has forced us to make bold and unpopular decisions for an extended period of time. Leaving law school, that's traditionally a bad decision mm-hmm. becoming a comedian traditionally a bad decision yeah. going to iraq traditionally a bad decision yeah. like things like that so i've met i've been met with resistance along the way constantly i will continue to be as will you mm-hmm. so it's nice when you get to make a popular one uh like yes. the person you're marrying yes there's a lot of groundswell behind that yes the the fans there the fans of there are a lot of fans of sierra mm-hmm. everyone's sure. a fan of her which definitely makes life easier yeah you know what I mean? Totally. Uh, yeah, I've never enjoyed dating somebody who my friends didn't like or who I knew there was a high likelihood of her being super polarizing when right. I brought them around. That always gave me a headache, and it would lead to like us not hanging out with groups of people, which sucks. You don't want that. Right. You don't want to be the ISO couple. The ISO couple. The OB couple. Yeah, fuck that shit. It would- Dude, I got home from St. Louis, uh, and I unpacked my bag. And every pair of bird dogs that I had brought, I had worn. Oh, and so I had to wash them all. And that was like four pairs because I worked out in one of them. And then I wore three others to just chill and walk around the city, which was hot. Did you hit the hotel pool? Uh, No, it didn't look good. You could have. I could have. <laughs> There's really nothing I couldn't have done. You ate Balkan food in them. I did. You played pool. Played pool. I was just really living in my bird dogs for the whole weekend. But this is the problem. I got home and I'd I'd made them all dirty. 
Mm. You know, sweaty thighs. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I had to wash them all, which meant that I had to wait for a couple of days until I could wear them again. It's you. That's a long laundry cycle, dude. Well, not a couple of days. <laughs> a, a, you know, they. I you throw stood them there naked, staring at the dryer. I I say I wash them. I put them into the hamper in the laundry room. Got it. And then waited until Sierra did laundry. That must have been hard. You must have felt naked because you were literally naked. Yeah. Because you had no clothes to wear. That's right. <laughs> and by the way, when I say that I waited for Sierra to do the laundry, I try to do laundry and she doesn't let me. I, I same. She doesn't let me do it. She says, you don't do a good enough job. You don't make the clothes smell good enough. You, do, you forget to put the dryer sheet in with I your don't beloved put, bird I dogs? Don't, yeah, I don't put the fabric softener in enough. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't care. As long as they're clean, I don't really care how they smell. Anyway, <laughs> so I was out of bird dogs for a couple of days, and I felt bereft. <laughs> good word. I felt bereft of my bird dogs, and I don't like living without bird dogs, which just means it's time for me to get some more. Yeah, I think And it's right. time for you to get more. Yep. Even if you have a couple pairs... You can never have too many bird dogs. That's mm -hmm. for damn sure. Yep. Go to birddogs.com. Use promo code BANANA. You'll get a hat. We think. When you order your first pair. Yep. But buy a couple pairs. The shorts are incredible. Sh and shout out to the bros over in Saudi Arabia who've been ordering bird dogs using our promo. Mm -hmm. You know, and if that just to show bird dog ship everywhere. And we're going to come by and check out the Lion City that they're building at I'd some like point. I'd like to. Oh, that looks cool. That looks sick. Birddogs.com, promo code BANANA. Get a few pairs. Well, yeah. So that's great. We're going to Kenya and Rwanda the next day, as you guys know. Amazing. Um, And all is well. I look forward to taking advantage of that chunk of time as well. The, the chances of one of the three of us getting food poisoning at some point, I would say, is around 100%. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God. Isn't that so annoying? Is there a way to prevent food poisoning? Can anybody tell us? Yeah, you just eat cliff bars the whole time. Yeah, but fuck that. I you know. Have, you, have to, you would then have to bring them with you. I'm going to bring a few cliff bars. But are you going to bring enough that it's every single meal? Fuck no. You'll be fine. I mean, I didn't get see, I didn't get uh, any sort of food poisoning in Rwanda. I just, I just know that, like, outside of, uh, for our tummies, outside of, like, Western Europe and the U.S., like, you always run the risk. Um, and I would love to find a scenario where I can prevent it. So I have to wonder know. if, um, I have to wonder if the enormous cost of this safari that we're going right. on will help prevent that somehow mean, because I just think that I would agree with that. I would think point. that the camp, it can't run the risk of giving us food poisoning. Absolutely. Due and to I, what they're charging us. I'm, I know. I agree very strongly with that point. Yeah. Um. So it will likely be me. I'm the most likely one to be getting Where it. are you going? We'll see, but it's not going to be a popular... It's not going to be popular. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those decisions that is unpopular. Do you have a couple of candidates? Yes. Um, Can which, I make some guesses? Sure, but I'm not going to say if you're right or not on the air because I just don't want to deal with it, which is maybe going to be my tragic downfall. Uh-huh. Uh, are you trying to go to Russia? No, no, no. I've I've went to Russia not that long ago. So Are you trying to go to North Korea? In theory, I would like to, yeah, but it's you have to board I think you have to border across from China and it's hard to go to China. Or Canada. You have to fly in from Canada. You can do that? I think Canada you can go to Canada and then fly North there, Korea? I think. Interesting. Um North Korea would be great. I uh, but I, I would say it's more unpopular. It would be more unpopular than going to North Korea, most likely. This decision. Are you kidding me? Then you're going to Syria. Um, um, no, but 
I would say equally unpopular and we have to stop the conversation because you're going to get it very soon. So, uh, what, what it's left, what's left not, in we, firm, uh, terms of danger conversation over. <laughs> you're going to a, the most dangerous place. Like, no though, is the, is the thing. So I wouldn't go, I've, I've been surveying some of these places and I have actually deemed some of them too dangerous to visit. What's too dangerous for you? A place where I need to spend a lot of money to hire private security for the entirety of the time that I'm in public. That's too dangerous for me. Uh, you talking about like Mali? Um, no, but parts parts of maybe parts of Africa, Ivory Coast, West West Africa. No, no, more like uh, the Horn area. All the way south? No, 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 no. But but regardless, play like place where I have to hire security, and a because it's too expensive. B it's it's not as dynamic if I'm going to be filming. Because it would be fun to, you know, do a beach day. Oh, let's film a beach day in this disputed place. But you know what's the opposite of a chill beach day? Armed guards standing behind you while you sunbathe. Sounds really chill to me. Get them um, to put my sunscreen on. Yeah. So anyway. Can't hold their guns. <laughs> figuring it out. I hope to not get food poisoning. Um, or, but whatever. Dude, I'm fascinated. I'm so curious. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> I don't want to distract you, though, on your travels. So I, I almost want to let you get back. And not tell you and then tell you. Dude, if you think for one second that while I'm playing tic-tac-toe with a bunch of gorillas, <laughs> that I'm going to be concerned for your safety on a trip <laughs> you chose to do. I am mistaken. You are outside of your goddamn mind. That's very funny, dude. That's, uh-huh. very, good. That's very good. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, dude, we ha- I have a couple emails for us that I think oh. will be, will be uh, rich topics of conversation. Great. And I thought that perhaps we could uh, attack some of them. Love a, love a good email. Um, this is a good one. This is called a sleep schedule question. Oh, nice. Um, hello, guys. Day one pod listener. Love you guys in quotation marks. I just had a quick question. When you, <laughs> when you and your significant other have different schedules that require one of you to get sleep later while the other gets up earlier, is it okay for your partner to have multiple alarms slash snoozes while you're still sleeping in from your late work night? I feel like this is such a common scenario for chefs, servers, nurses, et cetera, when their partners are in a nine-to-five industry. Thank you for your time. Okay. The answer is no. And I've No talked, snoozing? You're not allowed to snooze. You can't. What the hell? <laughs> what? Dude, I have a one alarm and you're gone policy. <laughs> If your alarm goes off and I'm al- I have earned the blessed right to continue sleeping, but you have to go, you need to go. Like the prestigious Del Barton Academy. One That's strike right. policy, baby. That's right. And you're out of here, kid. God. Catch you smoking weed on the roof, you're gone. Completely. completely White claws in your sock drawer, you're gone. Gone. <laughs> Xbox, gone. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 from your father. We live in a uh, society that is uh, not in support of night workers when it comes to things like this. And it makes sense. We're in the minority. Um, But we are uh, sort of treated poorly in the sense that building work happens early in the morning. Uh, (laughs) You know, people don't have much sympathy for the fact that we maybe have to be up late to earn our living. Yeah. And I understand. Well, I don't know what the solution would be. You can't do it the other way around, I guess. Doing it at night would be unacceptable. Yeah. I, I, it, you know, look, 
I know I know I can say that my stance was such a firm position because I in the many I've I've had to wake up before Sierra many many times early for all kinds of things flights golf whatever and in no world would I ever subject her to having to endure me catching another 10 minutes mm-hmm. and having the alarm go off again because I know that when people do that to me I cannot go back to sleep until they're out of bed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how many fucking alarms they're going to snooze through. Mm-hmm. And you're just you're just fucking me. <laughs> you're just ruining my you're <laughs> ruining me. And it makes me hate you. <laughs> and it's okay to have that position as long as you abide by it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah, take. Yeah. yeah. I I'm tr- I'm trying to think how we deal with it. I don't think Hillary is much of a snoozer. I am. Uh, You're the last person in bed, by all means. Yeah, no, no that's, away. The thing. that's the thing. Typically, she's waking up earlier than me, so it's not an issue. Um, but it, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I like where you stand on that. That's it. Dude, I caught... All right, so I caught Hillary. Hillary's been going to my bathroom when I'm not around, and I'll find a little proof. I found a little piece of a sequin, <laughs> like, you know, one of those little circular, tiny little things, which I knew exactly what she's doing. She's using my mirror to get the good light. And one of those little puppies fell off her thing and is just the most incriminating evidence that's ever existed. Damn. She has been encroaching upon my space. If you're and I new don't to the, like it. If you're new to the podca- podcast, Julio and his girlfriend Hillary have a firm, strong, separate bathrooms policy. They have two bathrooms in their apartment, and one belongs belongs to Julio, and Correct. the other belongs to Hill Dog. And when she's gone, I don't go in there unless I need something specific and it'll be only when she's out of town you wouldn't ever go in there to use the toilet nope in the middle of the night i will leave our bedroom i go into the living room and use my bathroom i will never go you're telling me you never take a luxurious clean girl bathroom dump never don't even know what that is warmth and cleanliness of that toilet seat girls don't do that and neither does julio (laughs) (laughs) fair enough fair Um, enough Okay, I have a question. Ryan, are we allowed to ask the questions for Ryan email on the air? We 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 screenshotted to you at one point. Okay, this is called Questions for Ryan. Hello, Oops Boys. I love you all so much, but today I would like to address Ryan directly. Wow. Thanks to this podcast, um, I have followed Ryan on Instagram, and I love the content. Uh, Ryan is really polite, by the way, guys. Check it out, as well as chris.mp4. Check it out. Uh, anyway, back to Ryan. He is really funny. In such a clever way. I wanted to ask Ryan, firstly, if he is single. We, I think we can answer that question immediately. Not. Ryan is not. No. Uh, are, you, did, is you, are, are you muted? Unmuted? Okay. Ryan is not single. I'm sorry. But secondly, how do people our age meet other people? I love to laugh, hence why I am obsessed with this podcast. But it is hard to tell on dating apps if people are actually funny on the spot or if they are only funny when given unlimited time to curate a profile. For these reasons, I prefer to meet people in person. I was wondering... Where funny and single people like Ryan like to hang out and any advice on finding such a cat. Mm. Thank you. you. Thank you so much for the compliment. Yeah. Ryan's looking jacked too. Polite, by the way. Right Sorry to the add insult to injury here, but he's looking swole as yeah, fuck. Yeah, he's got those nice Bicep pipes. veins. He's looking got pipes. Pythons. Baby. He has invasive species pythons. Yeah, that's right. Boa constrictors. <laughs> What's Thanks, up, guys. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would say... Um, 
the best way to meet people would probably be joining, you know, doing gym classes, doing intramural sports with others. I can't think of too many things that I've done just since, I don't know, I've been in my relationship for quite some time. So um, I would suggest participating in either of those. They're usually happy hours with mm. that. I don't know, Chris, if you have anything to add. You think that's a nice bunch, the intramural sport group? It's a nice totally. nurturing bunch. Yeah, it's a great, of, funny peeps. Yeah, I think that would be a great place Softball. to start. Softball. One of Soccer. my really good friends we met playing kickball. Really, and we hang out like all the time. Now. A chick? No, it's a dude. Oh, good. I've been very there impressed. Are other chicks there with mm-hmm. Chris's ability. Chris has Chris takes steps to actively improve his life, which I have always respected about him. Yeah. He joined an intramural league to try to meet people. Because, you know, a lot of his friends were in the city or something. Am I right about that? Yeah. And, you know, I admire both of these young men uh, for the lifestyles they lead. Quite nice. Mm. Um, all right. So that's, I guess, that's, that's the advice. Any other, any other places on your docket that you like to go fishing? Um. Any, other, <laughs> any other trout ponds that are, you find to be well-stocked? <laughs> any other markets? Uh, no, have I the don't goods? really know. I'm, like, bad at meeting people, so. It's hard, dude. Yeah. It's hard to meet people. Well, I, I've met a lot of people that have met on Hinge. Hinge well, seems to really work. Yeah, that's where I do most of my meeting. Nice. It where most of the that social anxiety, yeah. fear out of the way. Depending nice. on how much of a risk you want to take, I went to some random sports bar after moving with my girlfriend to grab a beer and some wings, and we met some guy that was there by himself just drinking a beer, and we talked to him for a couple hours. Wow. And his name was Vinny, and... We didn't exchange numbers, but it was that opportunity step. was there for us to do so. So if you're comfortable with going out by yourself, even a coffee shop too, like, you know, yeah. you can make it happen just I by got, being around others. I got something for you. What's that? Um, sitting at the bar at restaurants oh, yeah. is a really good move. Because you, you, a lot of the time, you'll find other people that are eating alone at the bar. What city did this happen to you again? Oh, I do it Austin. everywhere. Austin, yeah. you had like two situations where if you weren't engaged, you likely could be net by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you go sit at the bar. People are traveling a lot of the time, right? Mm-hmm. People are in, their, in your city. They don't know anybody. They're just there for a couple of days. They want to eat at the bar because there's always this idea that by eating at the bar, you'll seem less alone, less marooned. <laughs> you can talk to the bartender. You're sitting next to somebody instead of at a table, which is much more overt and conspicuous kind of. What's the problem with that, though? Do people hate that from an optics perspective? What, sitting at a table? Yeah, alone. Or it's just less of an opportunity to meet people in this context well that's really the only thing i'm saying some people do really not like the idea of eating alone at a table i do think i do think it looks more alone than eating out at the bar alone yes great um but saddle up next to someone at the bar even if it's another couple of people you're next to them you're next to them it's the kind of the equivalent of joining their table right so you might be able to just do what Vinny did strike up a conversation with a nice couple Next thing you know, you're having a nice meal and you're talking to people, and that's a really nice thing to do. Maybe they like you. Maybe they have friends that they can introduce you to while you're in town. Yeah. Hey, we met this great guy. He's a brain surgeon who also happens to fix cats. His name's Ryan. Sure had a lot to say. (laughs) Uh, He's Not only does he fix cats and he's a brain surgeon, but he's the foremost recycler 
of uh, Tupperware containers <laughs> and uh, once saved an elderly woman from, from falling into a volcano. Sounds like a <laughs> really good person for you to date. That was like an improv exercise, dude. That was impressive. Well, and then they find out that Ryan was lying. Lying <laughs> and, Ryan. And, and, and in no way should he be leading facts with Ryan. Because he's the liar. Oh. And he's been pulling our chain all along. I think that's another thing, too. Fun, by the way. If you're a person sitting at the bar in a new city and you're just in town for a day or two, you could just make up anything you want. <laughs> you can be anybody. Dude, this guy that I know, he actually, oh, I used to be on a prank show. Do you know that? Yeah. I was on a prank show. The guy who wrote it is like the prank, ultimate prank master. He created that show, Boiling Points. I think he's on the, he's on the Howard Stern show. This guy, John Blit. You can't go in public with him without him making it funny and weird by lying to whoever you encounter. So like, you'll be at the bar and we were at like somewhere in, in the, in the village. And he's like, this, the bartender's like, what do you guys do? He's like, we're in the surf. We're in the circus. And then he'll go into this whole thing about how we're in the circus and we, I'm a, fl a flame swallower and he is a trapeze artist. And then he'll like make it, he just makes it more and more and more uncomfortable. Yeah, and that sucks, man. <laughs> it's funny, dude. That's a pathological liar. But do you know he did? Okay, this is one of what he was. I on. was kidding when I said go lie to people <laughs> in foreign cities. No, but dude, he was in a, he was on a flight with one of his boys. And he got on the loudspeaker and proposed to his friend, being like, "I love ever since I first tasted his lips." It's like a pretty funny prank, but that's he is, a pretty good one. He's constantly pranking people. And it's, yeah, it's but to funny. bring you in on his lie and then force you <laughs> to be like, "Yeah, I swallow flame." You know what you're getting into with him, though. Like uh, you know, and before him, I would yeah, be like, "That guy is that exhausting." <laughs> He's about that life. Dude. He forces me to be so deceitful, but he calls it yes anding. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's not for me. Not um, sure I like that. Well, I think you guys will like each other. But anyway, should we do some facts with Ryan? Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Is he lying? Facts with Ryan. <laughs> Lord knows I'm trying. Oh. oh. All right. So we got a couple. <laughs> Seminole Golf Course. <laughs> what do we got? Seminole Golf Course is at Juno Beach. Okay. Del Barton. Uh, I grew up near the school. Just so you know, the number one Yankees shortstop prospect probably going to be playing next year unless he gets traded within the next uh, couple of weeks. Is his name's Anthony Volpe. Mm -hmm. He's a big, uh, big name to look after. That's coming from Del Barton. Wow. The median of thirty nine and forty one is forty. Yeah, but mm -hmm. that's not the mean. Is that the mean? The mean is the average. Median of 39 and 40 would probably be 39 and 40. Okay. Median's a middle number. So if you had a set of three, it would be the middle number. But if it's two, I think it's both. You're right. <laughs> Toronto to North Korea. Caught him. Very good. Caught him lying. 17.35 for a ticket. Okay. None are available right now, but that's what it would cost. <laughs> and then you can buy a pack of 120 10 millimeter sequins on Amazon for $9.99 <laughs> if you needed some replacements. <laughs> so. Thank you, Ryan. Very, very good. Very good indeed. Francis, what's, what do you got coming up? Oh, gosh. Well, let's think. Besides got, your wedding day. I've got uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, the Count Basie Vogel Center for the Arts. Uh, that's August 10th, which I'm excited for. And then in September, I'll be in Greenville and Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's towards the end of September. If you live down that way, check uh, check out tickets, FrancisEllis.com. 
and uh, hope to see you guys. What about you? Awesome. Um, I am at Francis's wedding on August. <laughs> <laughs> I will be speaking there. Um, I'm at the Comedy House in New Orleans on August 20th. Um, I am in Charlotte at the Evening Muse on October 20th, and I'm adding shows in Ann Arbor in November. Uh, they'll be posting soon, um, and I hope to see you at one of them. And actually, I'm also going to have a New York City show, most likely in September. Nice. Um, that I will keep you guys posted on as well. Sweet. That's Oops the Podcast. Thanks, guys. We'll Bye. see you on Thursday. Bye-bye.